Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Well, he's known as Superman to his friends, and now, as many of you know, 41-year-old Adonis Stevenson is fighting for his life because he suffered massive head trauma in a weekend boxing match in Quebec. He was pretty much knocked around badly enough that, you know, after his head took a number of shots, he was knocked out, which is the goal. You know, it's the goal in boxing, but... Unfortunately, it can be a very tragic ending, but uh, he remains in a medically induced coma, starting to make some progress. But one of the doctors who worked the match ringside that night is speaking out and saying he cannot justify the sport anymore. And sure, a fighter takes hits, and the goal is to inflict damage. But a lot of people are asking, you know, with all the things we know about brain injuries in sports, whether it be hockey, football, rugby, you know, we know the damage that it's causing. And I love boxing. I love boxing, the art of boxing. It's a beautiful, beautiful match. And I love MMA. But if you ask brain doctors in this country, a number of them are speaking out saying, yeah, you got to abolish boxing. One of them who is speaking out is Dr. Alan Petito. He's a brain trauma expert at McGill University, and he joins me now. Dr. Petito, what was your reaction when you saw, um, you know, the boxer known as Superman, when you saw Mr. Stevenson go down? What's your reaction when you see stuff like that? Well, it really, uh, it's uh, disheartening. It, it, it turns my stomach a bit because I, uh, uh, I, I can see that there is likely uh, brain damage when somebody gets hit like that. So, so is your feeling, I mean... Yeah, I mean, obviously, when um, when you get hit in the head as many times as a boxer would, there's no question it's going to do damage. Um, is your gut reaction that the the sport itself should be, um, you know, rid of? My my feeling is is that the sport itself should should be banned, uh, and if there is a way to uh, to uh, prevent uh, these hits to the head and keep on boxing, that would be one thing. But it, it seems to me that the goal in boxing is in fact to, to hit uh, the opponent's head uh, in order to knock him or her out, and which implies uh, uh, damage to the brain. So uh, I, I like the idea of exercise, and of course, uh, 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 training is, is a good idea. So I'm not against the, uh, the training part, but I'm against the hitting to the head part. The sport today, I mean, we're talking so much about whether it's rugby, hockey, football. We now know that head injuries and athletes, you know, they make a lot of money, but they also have either a shortened life or they they have a lot of pressures and and struggles after they are done uh, with the sport because of the injuries that they sustain. Do you believe that we are at a point now in sport where either – People have to just say, it is what it is, I'll suffer the consequences, or do we need to start, uh, you know, seeing sports like um, boxing, you know, that they have to wear protective gear? 
Yeah, uh, I'm not sure that even the protective gear would be enough. Uh, the, the protective gear will, will uh, perhaps uh, um, uh, lower the severity of a hit, but certainly won't prevent uh, the, the brain from being, being damaged. So I think we have to eliminate uh, um, hits to the head, period. And uh, we see it in athletes, there is a cumulative effect of concussions. So, so athletes that have multiple concussions uh, have a greater likelihood of developing uh, problems later on in life. What's your experience or knowledge about someone when they go into either, uh, you know, the mixed martial arts or something like boxing where they're taking direct shots uh, to the head? What does the brain go through in the average, you know, bout? I think uh, I, I think the brain goes through a storm, a, a, a storm of, of uh, uh, an electrical storm, a biochemical storm, and uh, as well as there might be a, a tearing or, or shearing of axons in the brain when when it moves inside the skull and 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 scrapes also the sides of the skull. Yeah. And once, uh, as it was explained to me, I had a head injury when I was younger. It, you know, the doctor said you can't keep doing this because once you've injured the brain once, it's like breaking the bone in the same place. It just never heals. It just goes downhill from there. Well, it's difficult to know what what happens. I'm not sure that this is uh, the case, uh, what happens, but definitely if you've had one concussion in the past, uh, the likelihood of getting a second one is increases fivefold. And then it's exponential after that. So we, we seem to develop a, a, a vulnerability the more uh, uh, head injuries we get. So w when you look at the sports world and what we're seeing, you know, there are going to be a lot of people who say, don't care. I want the sport kept pure. I don't want, you know, us, uh, you know, bubble wrapping our athletes because so we're so worried if they're going to make that big money i want to see the big hits do you believe that there will be a turning point at some point with either the athletes or the audience that we start pulling back or do you just think this is one of those things where you make the big bucks so athletes should be willing to take the risks no, I, I think uh, I think we have to 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 regulate this. I think uh, regulation has to come from uh, from above and, and and dictate what an athlete can and cannot do. So uh, we've had uh, uh, the media has played a, a large role in helping to uh, to develop conscious to people to be conscious about the the consequences of head injuries, and this has been uh, very helpful. We have to keep on educating people so they understand uh, the, the consequences of, of hits uh, to the head. And, and uh, I don't think uh, uh, I don't think there, it, that has its place to, to, to keep on doing things like sports like boxing. Is there a connection between taking hits to the head and things like dementia or Alzheimer's? I know that, you know, you've got boxers like Muhammad Ali who have, yeah. you know, uh, issues. Would that of all, are, are those connected to head injuries at some point in life? The, uh, it, it looks like it more and more. So, uh, so players that have had multiple concussions, uh, we've seen in the NFL, the, the numbers are astronomical. Uh, although it's not, uh, it's not everyone that, that, that develops uh, chronic traumatic encephalopathy, 
which is a form of Alzheimer's disease. But uh, certainly uh, those uh, athletes that have been exposed to multiple concussions in their careers um, have developed uh, all kinds of cognitive problems and, uh, and uh, ir uh, irritability and, and uh, behavior problems and, uh, and drug abuse. And uh, mm -hmm. when they, they were able to look at their brains, they, we could see that there were uh, 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 tau deposits, uh, typical of what we see in chronic traumatic encephalopathy. So, uh, yes, after uh, um, multiple concussions, there is a, a, a likelihood that one can develop a degenerative di disease early in life. What are you telling parents? I mean, this is becoming obviously a bigger uh, conversation, you know, when kids go to play football in, in high school or maybe, you know, you've got a kid who's done really well in hockey and they're starting to get into the more competitive, um, you know, ages or soccer where they're heading the ball. And all that. What are you telling or what should parents be knowing about, you know, if they've got a kid that's getting into sport? Are doctors like yourself starting to put out the warnings? Uh, all, all the time. That's why I'm doing what I'm doing right mm -hmm. now with you. So I, I, I uh, want to warn uh, parents uh, all the time that, that there is a risk uh, in, if their child plays contact sport, there is a risk of, uh, uh, of uh, a concussion and the concussion can have long lasting effects, especially in kids. They take longer to recover because their, their brains are, are in full development and up until 25. So uh, the brain is really vulnerable when, it, in, when it's in the process of developing. So the parents uh, have to be aware of this, and uh, they have to make sure that their, their child is, is aware of the, the dangers of concussion and, and to make sure that they, they avoid it for themselves and they avoid giving it to, uh, to other people. Can you repair a brain once it's been injured? The brain has to rest after it's been injured. Some, right. some, uh, 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 if the the player goes back to play while the brain is still healing, then it'll, the, mm. the effect can be devastating. So we like to see uh, an individual who's completely asymptomatic before suggesting that they can go back to play. And also we've been using uh, um, more sophisticated kinds of neuroimaging like functional neuroimaging. So looking at the brain in activity because mm -hmm. it, it looks like there may be some, some uh, problems with the connectivity between brain structures. And that's why very often when we uh, do scans, conventional imaging, we don't see anything wrong with the brain. But it's, so it may be a, a problem of connectivity, which we can uh, more or less see with functional magnetic resonance imaging. So when we uh, uh, look at an athlete and, uh, that has had a concussion, we make sure that uh, there are no symptoms left. And then when we can, we do a functional MRI to make sure that the, the, the activity of the brain compares to what we see in control subjects. We will have to stay tuned and see where the conversation takes us. Thank you so much for speaking out, Doctor, and, uh, and speaking to us. Very My much appreciated. Pleasure. Okay, bye-bye. That is Dr. Alan Petito joining us uh, tonight. You can expect a lot more of those conversations, I think, because we've got the education now. Here on Point, I'm Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio.